Feather the brake and get back to the gas. Dan and Dirk are headed into turn three on the front stretch. Welcome back into the front stretch, rolling into turn number three. We're continuing our Eagle Raceway 2020 Track Champions interview at Quaker Steak and Lube on a beautiful Monday night in the Midwest. We get some nice weather this week, and then we also had some snow and sleet. So thanks, Mother Nature. It's been typical Midwest weather. Joining us on the show now is the 2020 Sport Mod Track Champion at Eagle Raceway and put an absolute licking on the field. Won by a cool 53-point margin over Adam Verbka. We're talking to the driver of the 18W, Cole Wayman. Man, what a hell of a year you had at Eagle Raceway this year. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a year I'll never forget. There was a lot of lows and there was a lot of highs as well, but uh, it was definitely uh, the best year I've had racing yeah. um, and the most fun I've had as well. I remember I at the Eagle Raceway Banquet a few years ago, I think it was actually the year that R.J. Moss won the championship, and you had won Rookie of the Year. So you were up getting your interview, your picture taken, and I'm like, he did a really good job. I'm going to get him on the show, and I think we've had you on before. Correct? Yeah, I think just last winter. I apologize if I don't remember. It's oh, not no, an good. insult. It's just that we interview so many people that I lose track of who's been on the show and who hasn't. But uh, but a, a rookie season in the uh, the 18W, I think you won rookie of the year that year, but uh, a good year for you, a solid year. This year, I mean, it literally, it was, it was such a pleasure to watch you race because it was lap after lap. I would call the, the leader in the, in the second place, and then I'd look up and look for the 18W, and, okay, he's up to eighth. Okay, another lap goes by. Okay, he's up to sixth. Lap goes by. Here comes Wayman, and it's just lap after lap, consistent, clean, making your way to the front. Yeah, you know, uh, that's one thing that my dad always puts in my head before I go out for any race, you know. Uh, keep your eyes up, and you got to watch ahead yet because you don't know what's going to happen, you know. There's guys that have been racing for, you know, 15, 20 years, and, you know, you can – they might make a mistake, you know. Yeah. I might make a mistake myself, but you just always got to be uh, be ready for anything that might happen. And, you know, that's one key thing at Eagle. You know, you just on the start, you know, uh, if you're not watching ahead of you, you know, you might get lucky, but your chances of coming off uh, off on the hook are pretty high. My frustrating thing with the Sport Mod class, Dirk has said it best. I'm sure others have said the same thing. When you race with the squirrels, you get your nuts cracked. And unfortunately, it seems like a majority of the drivers in the sport mod class are squirrels. I think that is the toughest class to come through. Well, you have to start sixth row if you're if you're points leader. Yeah, my points average was I think thirty eight or thirty nine. You yeah. know, um, and yeah, I had to start. If I, that's if I made the invert, you know, I had to start tenth in the heat races. And you know, when the tracks hammer down like that, everyone's mm -hmm. fast. You know, and sometimes you know, as you could tell, the motor was smoking. You know. <laughs> That motor was getting tired there at the end, and you know that made it tough when the track was uh, super hammered down as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, you know, I just start at the very furthest twelfth in the features, um, and a lot of nights, you know, I'd maybe be fourteenth, sixteenth. I might have to come from a B feature and start, you know, seventeenth on back. Uh, so it, it definitely wasn't easy. Well, didn't you come from a C feature at one time? Yeah, there was two nights. So uh, let's see. I think the first night. <laughs> Rookie mistake, I uh, pulled off on the white flag thinking it was a checkered. Uh, I had to come from the C that night. Oh, yeah. I lost my brakes in the B feature, and I had a, I had a super good race with Stefan Oaks uh, for the fourth and final transfer spot, and I got him on the last lap. Uh, and I think I ended up coming from 20th to 9th that night, and then the next night I actually had to run uh, the C feature, and that might have been the night there was even a D feature. Yeah, there was a D feature that night, so I won the D feature. Started in the back of the C, won that. Uh, started in the back of the B, won that. And we came from uh, 17th to 3rd. Yeah. Um, 
and you know that those two those two nights were pretty stressful with the whole points deal. Well, um, that was later yeah. in the season. You kind of hinted a little bit too that that the motor was laying down. I mean, it was smoking. I mean, I I was getting nervous for you because you had this huge cushion, but. You blow the motor on the second to last night, and you don't win the championship because I don't know if you got another motor laying around. You can afford to have one if you're done for the season, but if you blow that motor, it's the championship gets very difficult to win because uh, the points will stack up pretty quickly against you. But you can, I remember, I, I think I was talking to you that night, and I'm like, bro, can you just do something good in your heat race and not have to worry about coming out of the out of the features? Because I mean, just let's just qualify for the A and leave a little less work on that engine. Yeah, that those nights right around all those features, that was definitely hard on it. You know, uh, the first time we noticed that it was burning oil, we drained the oil, and there was only like two and a half quarts that came out of it. <laughs> and you know, we're thinking, man, that's why this thing's running so good at the end of the features. Uh, no and towards the end, the <laughs> towards the end of the season, you know, we're you know putting two quarts or whatever we could find in for the features, and you know, you're burning it. It doesn't really matter. Um, and yeah, by the end of, in the end of those features, uh, you know, that motor, there's three quarts, four quarts in the oil pan, and we'd have to change oil every week, you know. Jeez. Um, there at the end of the season, uh, we were just using O'Reilly's oil. You know, it gets kind of expensive after a while, but I don't think that motor will ever blow up, to be honest with you. you know, I <laughs> Is think, it for sale? <laughs> I mean, if someone wanted to come buy it, they can have it, you know. Uh, but... I don't. I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. For a couple cases of oil, (laughs) recoup your costs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fifteen hundred dollar motor, thousand dollar motor. Was it was it nerve wracking at all knowing how the championship was won the year before with Gunner Pike and Sean uh, Harker coming down to the final points night with I think eight points difference, and on the what ended up being like a lap or two to go before the checkered flag, Sean starts to blow an engine. I mean, you know that maintenance is critical in the sport mod class because you're going to get roughed up you're going to get moved around you're going to have stuff break throughout the year was that nerve-wracking knowing that that storyline was back there the year before yeah you know every night after i uh got into the lead in the points you know that was one of our biggest things you know we could lose at any point anything can happen in that sport mod class um and you know luckily we went into the last night and we had a big enough lead uh technically i wouldn't even had to have shown up uh so that was definitely nice, you know, not having to worry about that. Um, but, yeah, it was in the back of my head all season. Yeah. And uh, you guys had one heck of a party the, the final night. Yeah. Uh, Darren Allman, one of my sponsors of Modern Real Estate, he had an awesome pre-race party, and, you know, uh, it was pretty big, and that was a lot of fun, you know, and, you know, just a good time with everyone. And uh, That's something that I've, I think that, that he does very well is uh, a lot of sponsors just – give the driver their money and say, here's a thousand bucks, put me in the side of your car, thanks. But I think he takes full advantage of being a sponsor of a driver. And he's running around in the pits, handing out business cards, handing out koozies, sitting around in your pits, you know, being friends with you. And then he throws this pre-race party, which creates another environment. I think he does a fantastic job of utilizing the sponsorship dollars. So by the way, any sponsors out there, and I'm one of them, maximize your sponsorship dollars by getting out to the racetrack and creating an environment that people want to be a part of. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, he involved himself in, in my racing and, you know, just the races in general. And, you know, that's huge. That makes it more fun for me. It makes it more fun for my friends, my family. And, you know, it makes it more fun for, you know, my competitors and everyone else that's racing. Uh, yeah. Even if he's not sponsoring someone else, you know, uh, he made sure that he talked to anyone that would talk to him. And, um, yeah, he definitely involved himself in, you know, all parts of racing. And, you know, that's huge for me and a lot of other people. Uh, you've got a lot of great sponsors on the side of that car. I'm sure a lot of them were very excited to, to, 
to watch as you were racing this year. Not only did you race the 18W Sport Mod at uh, Eagle Raceway Weekly and get that championship, but you also dabbled a little bit the Bragg Late Model Class at I-80 Speedway in a, a limited late model. Talk a little bit about how that went and, and what that experience was like. Yeah, uh, so last winter, uh, me and my dad were kind of going back and forth, you know, man, let's let's try and find something to get out of this sport mod class. Uh, and, you know, we found a good deal on a late model, and we bought that, and next thing you know it, there's five other sport mod guys buying late models. And it's like, well, we're trying to, you know, get out of this class, but uh, we ended up buying a late model, and uh, we had zero expectations, didn't really know what to expect. I'd never drove one before, and it ended up being a lot of fun, and it went really good. We got third in points, should have gotten rookie of the year. I didn't. My worst finish was tenth. Multiple top fives. Just didn't get a win in it. But uh, that was that was some of the most fun I had too. Definitely different than a sport mod. Was that surprising how well you took to it? Yeah, you know, I I wasn't. Uh, you know, I, I still had high expectations and for myself, you know, um, just to go as hard as I could. But uh, you know, it's late model racing seems a lot more inconsistent to me. You know, sport mod. You got those guys that seem to always be up front, uh, and you know, late model there's guys that are up front a lot. But there might be, you know, there's a lot of nights where there's some guys that are running top five that, you know, maybe last week they finished 12th or 14th or, you know, towards the back. And uh, that's one thing that was different for me is how inconsistent the finishes were for me and uh, for some other people. With the two different style cars, did you have to change your driving style or did you just try and do the same thing and hopefully they set the car up to work for you? Yeah, um, the driving style was a little bit different. Uh, That late model, the steering was the biggest thing. Uh, It's super quick in the late models and you know, you can turn the wheel a lot more than you can in a, in a sport mod modified, you know. Um, but overall, like the, the fuel of the car, late model gets on the right front a little bit more. Uh, late models, you got the wider tires. Um, so the late model deal was kind of just hold it wide open and turn the wheels left, you know. Uh, sport mod, you got to be up on the wheel a lot more. And, you know, I'll admit that you, you really got to be on the wheel on the sport mod or, you know, any modified. Still nothing to, to I know you talked about uh, first time in a, in a uh, Grand National late model and didn't really know what to expect, but the competitive side of it, you ended up finishing third at IED Speedway, four top fives and nine top tens. I mean, you beat out guys like K.O. Kaziski and Brandon Saltzman, Todd Bell, A.J. Jorgensen, a- Andrew Tilly. I mean, you beat out some really big names that have been racing in that Grand National class for a long time. Yeah, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty great racing against those people, and uh, it was kind of fun to switch it up against who I raced against weekly. Uh, you know, Eagle, I raced against the same people the last couple of years, and uh, this is a whole new level of competition, you know. Uh, those guys were always, they were always racing hard, and, you know, they raced clean, too, which I really liked. Uh, everyone always raced clean. There wasn't really any purpose of driving people dirty in that deal. You know, I don't think I, I think I had a straight in one-quarter panel the whole season in yeah. the late model. Had you raced at IED much before? Not a whole bunch. Uh, let's see, 2019, I raced there for the first half of the season. Uh, I got one win in the sport mod, but uh, I've never been the guy to love big tracks. You know, I like bull rings or i like three eights you know um but i've adapted to id pretty well i like the track um there's some nights where you know it's like uh i'd rather be you know (laughs) at a quarter mile but um no it's it's a lot of fun and it's a pretty good environment you know the kaziskis they run a great show um and they're down-to-earth people and it's you know it's fun racing uh third i80 well, and I, I bring that up because not only were you racing in a different class, but you're also racing in a totally different racetrack. It'd be one thing to race a Grand National at Eagle because you know that racetrack. You know what turn one's like. You know what the exit of turns two's like. You've been successful at that racetrack, but to completely flip the script, do a different car, different setup, different engine, different everything, at a different racetrack where the speeds are much higher, throws you for a little bit different of a loop, too. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I-80, you know, you pretty much keep the thing wide open. Yeah. Uh, and there's usually a pretty big cushion, which is nice. But yeah, Eagle, you know, you kind of got to slow down a little bit more for the corners. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a completely different track. I-80 is real wide and makes for pretty good racing there at times, you know, especially if it can get kind of slick. Uh, we've been talking with Cole Wayman, driver of the number 18W Sport Mod at uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. What'd you have for dinner tonight? See, I had a chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. I didn't even know that was on the menu. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was they supposed get... to be the buffalo one, but I had them put barbecue on it instead. Oh, okay. Good? Yeah, pretty enjoy? good. All right. Next time, get the jacked up BLT. All right. I, I should have told you that before you got here. RJ, order a jacked up BLT, would you? Yeah. You're going to enjoy it. He's looking hungry again. <laughs> All right, make sure to thank some of the great sponsors on board the 18W that helped you win a championship this year. Yeah, uh, first off, my mom and dad, they both, you know, they do everything for me, and uh, I can't thank them enough for everything they've done for me and what they continue to do for me. I also got to thank Theron Ullman with Modern Real Estate and his wife uh, with Brooklyn's Hair and Replacement. They were, they were a huge part of my success this uh, last year in 2020, and uh, I can't thank them enough for everything. And, you know, they made everything a lot more fun and almost a little bit more easy going, you know. Uh, jet Racing Chassis, those cars have been good to us since we started racing them. I can't thank Johnny enough for all his help and support. Uribe Refuse and Scrap Tires, can't thank them enough for everything as well. Cole Wayman, driver the number 18W, is your 2020 Eagle Raceway Sport Mod Track Champion. Plans for 2021? So I'll be back in a Sport Mod for sure at Eagle, working on getting a new car together. Uh, we did get a stock car. I'm going to try and go double duty, but that's undecided. Uh, we'll see how stressful <laughs> it is after the first night. Yeah. As of right now, I, I might be uh, driving a late model for someone on Fridays at I-80. So cool. I hope that all works out and uh, should be a pretty fun year. I think I know who it is, and I think that if it is who I think it is, you're going to have a good year. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be pretty good. and. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully one of these days we can work our way up into the Malvern Bank series. Him and I talked about you a lot at uh, Harlan during the uh, the Tiny Lund, and uh, he was talking about, I, I think I'm, t I'm ready to retire, and, and he's, he's got pretty good equipment. He's just getting a little bit tired, and, and so he said, uh, you know, I've, I've been thinking about a couple of drivers, and the first person I mentioned was you, and he goes, no, that's actually who I'm talking to right now. <laughs> he goes, I've been so mad the kid can't get into a late model, so I'm just going to put him in my car. <laughs> All right, that's a good idea. So that's really cool. I'm glad to see you moving up in the world. Uh, I know you were leaning on your dad pretty hard about getting a sprint car. Did that not happen? <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, my dad's the one. If I told him right now, let's sell everything, go sprint car racing, he'd see everything on Facebook tomorrow, and he'd yeah. be so excited. Uh, I, you know, I would love to drive a sprint car. I just I kind of want to drive one before I buy one. Right. Um, but, you know, my goal kind of right now is I'd like to, you know, I'd like to get into that Malvern Bank Touring Series. Uh, I love that series, and yeah. um, I think that'd be the most fun. Yeah, it's a great series. Uh, Joe and, and Lisa have done a fantastic job with it, along with some great sponsors for that, too. Once again, we've been talking with Cole Wayman, your 2020 Eagle Raceway track champion here on the front stretch. Cole, thanks a lot for your time, and it's great to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a great offseason. We can't wait to see you out at the racetrack soon. Every yep. race car driver yeah. has run into break. the we'll same problem. The it's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you White Knuckle Racing by the River bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule, and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information.